on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. We are going to do a takeover. It's a brewery takeover of Pontoon Brewing in Sandy Springs, Georgia. Go to boy Dave. Why don't you give us a little info on them? Pontoon Brewing was founded by a group of longtime pals and homebrewers who are passionate about developing awesomely scrumptious beer. The pontoon brewing beers we'll be tasting and discussing today are We're Gonna Need a Bigger Pontoon, a New England style IPA, clocking in at 8%. Crushing Waves, Berliner Weiss, 6.3% ABV. Check Yourself, and it's hard for me not to say before you wreck yourself, but check yourself, <laughs> check Pilsner, uh, 4.5%. Das Labyrinth, a Marzen at 5.3%. And Dim Bones, a Dry Hop Pills at 5.5%. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome to the greatest show on earth. No? Star Trek? (laughs) 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 No, not Star Trek, silly, though it has been a good month of watching Star Trek. But this is a sud segment. Oh, you threw me off when you said greatest. And show. And really, really, come on, optimism, optimism. This is a sud segment where good beer meets bad radio and sometimes bad beer meets us or something like that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, joining me at the table today, God, I got to rally the troops here. Stunned silence. We haven't had any beer yet. Okay. (laughs) You're getting grumbly over here. Uh, Speak for yourself. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me get on to it. Go to my Kendall. Hello. Hi. Good day. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a beautiful day to sit around and drink beer. It is. That was the fakest happy voice I've ever heard. Hey, now he's, he's happy. We're happy. Reverend Mark. Hey, I'm happy to be here. Whether you believe it or not. He's happy. Whether you believe it or not. And you got a really cool, colorful shirt, too. I'm digging it. We'll have to talk about that later. Hello, good old boy, Sean. Good to see y'all. Good to be back. Nice to have you here with us. I'm starting to wonder if you'd remember how to get to the house. (laughs) The studio. He's just been busy. He's been doing things. He's, he's been traveling. He's got a life. Avoiding Titans traffic. That yeah. too. <laughs> yes. Wheels. Yeah, exactly. And good old boy Dave. Hey. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Well, today we are going to do a takeover. It's a brewery takeover of Pontoon Brewing in Sandy Springs, Georgia. Good old boy Dave. Why don't you give us a little info on them? 
Pontoon Brewing was founded by a group of longtime pals and homebrewers who are passionate about developing awesomely scrumptious beer. I already don't like them. Uh, for the pontoon lifestyle. Second reason I don't like them. We all shared a passion for craft beer and homebrewing together on the weekends. Quickly became something we always look forward to. Following long discussions about attempting our dreams, we decided to share our passion and start Pontoon Brewing Company in 2014. The Pontoon Lifestyle is the idea of escaping the daily stresses and relaxing on a pontoon boat. For those unfamiliar, a pontoon boat is commonly known as a slow-moving party platform. It can't go far and can't go fast just like me, so you might as well drink. Well, that is just like me. See, (laughs) things are looking up. They came back then. Pontoon Dave. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Good old old pontoon Dave. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if you can homebrew on a pontoon. I think it's been done before. Yeah. I'm sure you could. Yeah. Yeah. I saw those brew dog guys. They did that on their show They on some kind of boat. They definitely brewed on a few boats. Yeah. Yeah, they're crazy like that. That water gets choppy. <laughs> it just aerates the board. Yeah. Until <laughs> <laughs> so you get some on you. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Good old boy, Sean. Why don't you give us the lineup for today? All righty. The pontoon brewing beers we'll be tasting and discussing today are We're Gonna Need a Bigger Pontoon, a New England style IPA, clocking in at 8%. Crushing Waves, Berliner Weiss, 6.3% ABV. Check Yourself, and it's hard for me not to say before you wreck yourself, but check yourself, <laughs> check Pilsner, uh, 4.5%. Das Labyrinth, a Marzen at 5.3%. And Dim Bones, a Dry Hopped Pills at 5.5%. Mm. Mm. I have to say the, uh, the can for Check Yourself is pretty awesome. I guess they're really into otters. Is that what that... Yeah. 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 Lots of otters. So like a Mr. T otter. It is. Yeah. Yes. I, I like mean, it. pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty there cool. You go. Well, thank you. Good old boy, Sean. That's a really good lineup. I'm getting thirsty. Good old boy, Kendall. Why don't you tell us the ratings for today? We'll be discussing and rating these beers with these suds ratings, plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. One, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Two, was that a belch? Three, ah, what a relief. Four, a body should really not make that sound. On a pontoon. And five, listen to that hang time. Give me another. On a pontoon. On a pontoon? Thinking of that, check yourself there. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, brief little side note. The website, I like it. It's easy to navigate. They got some cute little otters in various um, stages of... Undress? Whoa. Wow. Hey, this is a family (laughs) show here. It's not that kind of website, Sean. I don't know what you've been browsing lately. (laughs) No, it's pretty cool. And distribution-wise, it's Georgia, Florida, Louisiana, Tennessee, and Massachusetts. Isn't that crazy? I guess I'm not hip on the distribution models. If you're going to name your beer, we're going to need a bigger uh, pontoon. I mean, presumably Massachusetts. That's where Jaws was at, right? It was. I think so. Uh, Right? Hmm. I mean, 
That answers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 I wasn't. I go. wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking. But I'm really happy well, that they're okay. here. Yeah. Skipped a lot of places to get there. But. <laughs> I, I, know. I mean, when you got a Jaws themed beer, you got to go to Massachusetts. You, go. you yeah. do. Right. So, yeah, that makes sense. It's a pretty I, serious beer market to wedge yourself into. Very. Yeah. yeah. True. True. But uh, hey, kudos. All right. Well. Let's get into it. The first beer that we are going to discuss is the We're Gonna Need a Bigger Pontoon, 8% ABV New England IPA. It features Azaka and Eldorado hops, finishes off with a bite of citra in the dry hop. In these hazy waters, you'll encounter a wave of tropical fruit notes and a strong citrus aroma. Drink it quick or you're sure to beat shark bait. Ha <laughs> ha. It's a really pretty color. It's definitely hazy. Lots of haze. Mm-hmm. Soft mouthfeel. Lots of haze, yes. Like Very that. soft, yeah. Although I'm getting yeah. a little bit of alcohol on kind of on the end of this. It's not hot, but you know mm-hmm. it's there. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. That is. They shield you from it, but they're like, "Hey, here it is." It means the shelf life will be uh <laughs> it's all hold up for a while. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What do you think, Sean? It's interesting. I mean, having just drank some of the fine liquids from Lawson's and uh, the Alchemist, it's uh, you know, a little little departure, a <laughs> little departure from yeah. from those having those beers recently. Acclimate your taste buds to the South again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking that this has been poured cold. It is uh, the aromas coming out a little bit, but it's a little damp for me. It means. May need to warm up a little. You see, it's got all the flavors you think are there. I just mm-hmm. don't think they play well together. I, f- I feel like that this is a little bit of all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's kind of you know, it's it's a hazy New England IPA, yeah. but it's it's just kind of middle of the road. Um, nothing about it stands out. It's just it tastes like pretty much every other one. It's just yeah. yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think it drinkable checks, checks mm-hmm. most of the boxes. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it doesn't go the extra. And, you know. you know, even though I like a well-attenuated beer, no matter what, except for maybe a Scottish or whatever, this could, for me, at least have a little bit more of a malt uh, foundation. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I, I do feel like, I think, for me, it's there's something about the hops that are a little out of whack. Kind of what you say, yeah. Kendall, but specifically, there's... Um, and maybe it's part of that alcohol on the end, but there's something at the back end that's almost like a hot bitterness or mm-hmm. something that's like right there at the back end that like if that wasn't there, I feel like it would finish a lot better. But I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of, it's creamy on the front end. You get yes. that hot bitterness and it's this sharp ending that uh, that's still there and it, yeah, I, I guess it's just missing a little bit malt, which is interesting. Well, that or it just, I think metallic comes to me. I get a little uh, bit of a metallic. Okay. From a, okay. There's some hops that do that to me, though. I can get that that little, almost like a twinge of not quite bitterness, but I know what you're saying, that you, you kind of feel that metallicness. Yeah. I would say to their credit, for at least for me, I'm not getting hop burn, uh, which you, um, you, get right. on, you get on a lot of them. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's not bad. I mean, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we are going to rate this first beer from Pontoon, the Needing the Bigger Pontoon, a three. Okay. It's a start. 
Yeah. Now moving on to something completely different. We're going to talk about the Berliner Weiss called Crushing Waves. It's 6.3% ABV. It has 700 pounds of fresh pineapple and tart cherry puree. Kettle soured with lactobacillus, tart beer that embodies the perfect dessert-inspired sour. When did, when did Berliner Weisses start becoming more over 6%? It strikes me as a little bit of an anomaly to me, but I guess I go more by just what the brewing guidelines tell me to do as a home brewer. Yeah. <laughs> I would not brew one this high. Yeah, I think I think that's a trend, especially as we've seen to put more fruit in them and yeah. try to, to push those boundaries. Uh, a little bit of alcohol um, helps in that, I think. But yeah, I, I kind of dig this one. I like it. I do. I like this a lot. I don't know what would just make this jump out to me as a Berliner. I mean, it just feels like anytime you say kettle sour, you kind of know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And like, this is that. But I like the fruit that they use. I like mm-hmm. the combo of the pineapple and the cherry. Yep. It's clean. It's it's not overly tart. I, I think a lot of Berliners go for tart just for tart's sake. And this one's got a little nice mm-hmm. fruity tartness to it. And yeah. you're right. The, the fruit works. I would like a little more pineapple, but I like it. Well, we'll be back with more discussion about this beer and others in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. Today's episode is a brewery takeover from Sandy Springs, Georgia, a place called Pontoon Brewing. Bunghole. Excuse you? (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't quite expecting that. Thank you very much, good old boy, Dave. That's what she said. (laughs) So I get you. That, true. So what we were talking about before the break was Crushing Raves. They're 6.3% ABV. And we were having a little discussion uh, during the intermission about when the fruit was added. So in doing a little bit more research and reading a little bit a more. Dive. Yes. The pineapple and tart cherries were added during the secondary fermentation. Hmm. So I guess they got it as sour as they were going to get it. And then and added the fruit. fruit. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't find a huge flaw in this. I mean, I don't know about you guys. No, 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 and it doesn't come off as you know, it's it's a little higher alcohol than the you might say the baseline. Yeah. you normally go by, but I can't. I don't get any heat at all. Sean, have you it's, ever done any kettle sours? Yeah, I've done a few kettle sours, and actually, the way they go about doing it is the way I would go about adding fruit to, mm-hmm. to the kettle Let sours I've done. Do what it's going to do. And this, as a general rule, uh, anytime I was adding fruit, I would yeah just let it do a second fermentation and um, go from there. Yeah, yeah. no, it's and that's going to gonna bump up your ABV. It'll bump yeah. up the ABV a little bit, and. But the other thing is, you know, you still have your yeast. You know, you're not going to have to, if you're going to package it, you don't have to worry about those cans exploding on the shelves in theory because well, that's they, good. the fermentation has run its course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want, you want that. You want shelf stability. Yes. You know? That's no, always a plus. No yeah. exploding. Yeah. Yeah. This has got, um, oh. a, sorry, I just want to give my 10 seconds here of, sorry. Take 15. Oh, you're such a giver. I'm really digging this because kettle sours for me are kind of hard. They end up being a little bit sharp and you can only get through like maybe one and you're done. Right. Right. You know, but this one I feel is a little bit more approachable. The fruit is kind of softening that lacto sharpness that you can get. And I think that for speaking as a girl, some girls really might dig this because there is that little fruity component to it. So you can hang with the boys, so to speak, 
on having a craft beer that's not an IPA. Uh, sour. And it's sour for those that are like sour heads, you know, but it's not too overly. We're not yeah. getting into the dark end of what sours can be. So yeah, I'm the dark side. Well, I've not <laughs> brewed one of these side. as a hobbyist, but don't you use unmalted wheat for, do you use unmalted wheat? It, it depends. Uh, I always used, I think it was like a 50, 50 combination of actually it would be, I think malted wheat and then uh, maybe some oats or flaked mm -hmm. oats uh, and then the rest in uh, pale or Pilsner malt. Right. It's just really yeah. clear too. You know, I've, Berliner vices that I've had in the past been very opaque. Right. So. Well, I think that's, Partially because of the kettle souring, mm -hmm. the, the way those are turning out. And then usually, uh, at least a lot of brewers that I know, uh, we'll use something like uh, the Sierra Nevada strain to ferment it out. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. so that also mm -hmm. would help uh, flocculate and, right. and make, make for a clearer beer. Well, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are just straight up, you know, like using a bright tank or something to really kind of filter stuff out. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, the Berliner Weisses I brewed generally turned out pretty clear. They might really? be a little yeah. hazy up front, and then give it you know give it a month or so, and then they'll clear up really nice. Nice, cool. There you go. Well, Not we bad. Guy. we are going to rate the crushing waves from Pontoon Brewing a four. Four. Uh, uh, okay, so there's a uh, as we're talking about beer, I wanted to bring in sort of a topic of discussion. So we've all had McDonald's Happy Meals, right? Like sure. everyone here. Yeah. And for anyone who's, you know, grown up, you know, since the 70s, 60s, 70s, forever mark the 20s, um, <laughs> you know. The roaring the, 20s, though. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's why they were roaring, because you know, <laughs> Reverend Mark couldn't hear well, so he had to yell. So anyways, um, I read a story from the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, recently, and they were interviewing a McDonald's manager, and he revealed what Grimace is. Like, like for everybody, <laughs> oh my you know, god, grown up, oh my like, you know, this big purple whatever, right? So, do any of you guys know what Grimace is? Well. So I have a little story about him. Uh, we found ourselves <laughs> in a McDonald's drive-thru in Bardstown, Kentucky, uh, shortly after the Kentucky Bourbon Festival. Uh -oh. So, Well, that's the best time to hit a McDonald's drive-thru. Right. Uh, because of the wait in the line, um, and maybe because the whiskey was making me talk, I started making pronunciations from the back seat. And one of the pronunciations, aside from Mayor McCheese is a fascist. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a, ha a happy meal is neither happy nor a meal. Uh, was... <laughs> Grimace is not a good sign of what happens if you eat McDonald's food. Hmm. So that's that's my take that, on Grimace. That's your, okay, is, is this it's the amorphous blob that you turn into if you consume enough McDonald's that, food? Fair wow. enough. Fair. Yeah. Well, I will tell I, you I, this: Grimace started out as evil Grimace. He would, when he was first Ooh. introduced in the late '60s, I think he was uh, he had four arms and he was a thief. Whoa! Oh, and he would steal with the bandit or something. What? Well, there were there was the the hamburger. There was the, the hamburger, okay. right? Um, but uh, but grimace is actually a taste bud. What? Really? So if you look at a picture, like a picture of taste buds, <laughs> they are roughly grimace shaped. Now, oh, that's what's interesting to me is like that kind of blows my mind. A McDonald's <laughs> taste bud and. 
you, it's named Grimace, you know? So is that, that because you <laughs> Grimace when you taste McDonald's food? I don't know. Uh, you grimace when you find out what chicken McNuggets are made of. Yeah. Ooh, no, I still Ooh. don't know that. <laughs> I don't want to know that. You, you grimace when you find out that the ice cream machine is not working at the McDonald's. Oh, that's rude. Yeah. Ooh. I'll tell you there for a while, I had to stop eating McDonald's completely because just, every day yeah. I would go get uh, the, you could get the two apple pies for a dollar and then a caramel sundae <laughs> and then it would make caramel uh apple pie a la mode Ooh. oh wow dude for real for breakfast huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah i put <laughs> a couple of those on a filet of fish yeah it was yeah yeah well every friday yeah. night huh yeah, pretty much i was lonely okay. yeah i have steered away from mcdonald's ever since i watched super size me same here yeah. Yeah. i mean i will still do the sausage biscuit on occasion yeah. but even then i'm like oh that's yeah. i'm kendall when's the last time life? you ate yeah. at mcdonald's um I think I had a couple McDonald's cheeseburgers and fries like two months ago. It oh, okay. was like one of those times where I was starving. I'd gone way too far since eating. I still had <laughs> lots of chores to do. And I was and driving hilarious. by McDonald's and then the drive-thru was empty. And I'm thinking, I guess I'll just get a cheap hamburger. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that's how they get you. <laughs> yeah, that's how they get you. <laughs> Empty parking lot, cheeseburger, it's yeah. on. It's the convenience, yeah. <laughs> well, totally. and I have to, I have to, to, to backtrack. I haven't had burgers or fries in forever. Oh wow! But I, I when I for a short period, same situation. I'd go through an area where I was really hungry, still had a long way to go home, and I would just, and it'd be in the morning though, and it'd be an egg McMuffin, and how can you mess that up? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You're so naive. <laughs> but, I, but where they source their eggs, I want that yolk cooked all the way through. Otherwise, <laughs> I <hate. laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Well, let's get back to some liquid. Yeah. Oh. Well, I was going to say for the rest of the beers, maybe we'll talk about, and I don't, maybe this sends the wrong message uh, as a, as a family friendly beer show. Um, we could try what, what happy meal item would you pair each of these beers with? <laughs> okay. Well, challenge accepted here. Let's let's go. Next beer up for grabs is the Czech yourself. Four and a half percent ABV, Czech Pilsner. Uh pity the fool who don't crush this light Czech Pilsner. I'm trying to say that in Southern talk. I don't know how that came out. Southern talk. It's not, uh, it's not our native <laughs> native tongue. It is not. No, folks, it is not. I am proud from the North. She's a Southern belle. A, <clears throat> no. A slightly sweet toasted malt gives off biscuit and bready aromas and flavors. Pale golden color. It can outshine any gold chain. All right. So, check Pilsner. Are They're it- supposed to be sweeter than... German pilsners, right? Or they have more malt character. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't say yeah. sweeter. In fact, that it's this just, one's a little sweet. Yes, yeah. it's tasty, just a little sweet. Mm-hmm. So it's not, more not, about the hops, right? Like how how assertive the hops are compared. Well, they're compared generally to the, softer, but you're going to get those uh, oftentimes the sots character. The sot, yeah, the yeah. minty kind of yeah. little minty, minty yeah. maybe a little peppery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also sometimes a little bit of sulfur in the mm-hmm. nose from mm-hmm. the from the yeast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, unless you let it longer for months, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. 
Now, this isn't a bad check, Bills. I, I, I wish it was just a little more attenuated. There's yeah. a little sweetness there. I wish I, it would have got I, rid of. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Let it, let I don't know. For a little longer. Yeah, I think no. they could have let it gone for a little longer or maybe even lagered it a little longer. But overall, solid beer. Um, yeah. I think it needs a little more time. Or yeah. done a double decoction, you know. Yeah. Either that or, <laughs> sir, we don't use that language here. <laughs> I, I just literally said we're family, family friendly. friendly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would, I would also say maybe just bump up the hops a little bit too. Would, yeah. would help with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it kind of cuts. It kind of mutes them. Yeah, it does mute them. Yeah. If, if they like the malt backbone, it's not bad, but it's you know just a little sweet. But if, mm-hmm. if that's what you're wanting, and that's what's in their description, then you know. But that would be hard to crush a lot of these. He's right, right. Yeah. I don't know if you were drunk on a pontoon, you might be able to. <laughs> what do you think, Juliana? It's. I appreciate the fact that they went with the Czech Pilsner because not everyone is going to go for that style because it is sweeter. You know, when you have your benchmark, right? This is not the benchmark <laughs> standard that we all love and adore so much. But I, you know, I could I could see where they're coming from with this and. Yeah, maybe a little bit more attenuation. It's just a little bit on the sweeter side. So for somebody that maybe is not used to the true Pilsners and maybe they like things a little maltier, sweeter, then I could see where this could be in their wheelhouse. Uh, this is a gateway beer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Moist. <laughs> Moist. That's good old boy Dave's favorite word. <laughs> it is. Moist. <laughs> Moist. But I, I could see how some people would enjoy this, you know? Okay, so now the big question is, what part of the Happy Meal does this go with? Mm. Ooh. Well, it's not really, it's not a dessert beer, so no. it wouldn't go with the cookies. Um, I'm thinking chicken nuggets. Yeah, but which yeah. sauce? Which, which nugget sauce do you go for? Do kids eat nugget sauce? Don't they just put everything in ketchup? Well, that's fair. Uh. That's just blast. I'm a honey mustard guy myself. I'm barbecue. Yeah, Yeah. I can tell that about you. (laughs) You look the type. (laughs) Well, to sauce or no sauce with the McNuggets and the Czech Pilsner. Honestly, when I eat chicken McNuggets, um, I just eat the breading off and then I... (laughs) Oh, this, oh this you're would, a separatist. Yeah, there you go. This would go well with their their fish fillet. It would kind of counterbalance the rancidness of the fish. Wow. <laughs> would it help? Would it help uh, take care of all the mercury in the fish? As if that fish has ever seen water. But wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there we. There we go. We've. Yeah. I, but the fish fillets even come in the Happy Meals. I don't know mm, about that. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm, you know what used to come in Happy Meals? Little Hot Wheels Corvettes. Heck yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm thinking this beer would pair g- good with one of those little Hot Wheels Corvettes. <laughs> this beer. This beer in a Corvette. Yeah. 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 There you go. On the pontoon. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Living large. I like it. Living large. Well, we are going to rate the check yourself check Pilsner from pontoon A three. Nice. So these guys, they're not blowing me away like amazing, but at the same time, I feel like this is a pretty solid flight of beer so far. So far, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I like the variety that they have. You yeah. know, uh, yes. To having, this, right. I mean, recently visited some breweries where it's like here's their selection of hazy IPAs and maybe a kettle sour or some sort of lager. It is nice to see this spectrum here. Yeah. That, yeah. So the. 
so Sean just, you know, has was up in New England area um, drinking all the, the good hazy beers. How many of those guys are doing loggers now? Because like it feels a, a like lot. everybody's doing loggers. Mm-hmm. Actually, so, when I got to the Alchemist, because I knew I was going to be buying Hetty Topper. There's no way he's and, doing a logger. Uh, oh, yeah. No, yeah. they're doing loggers there. Yeah, yeah he does. So that's, wow. uh, yeah, I think I had their Kolsch, and I had uh, something else. from. The, obviously, Kolsch is not a logger, uh, but uh, yeah. I kind had, of a... Yeah. I, I, went, I went for stuff that wasn't their hoppy stuff, because I was like, well, I know I'm coming back with Focal Banger and, and Hetty Topper, so yeah. why don't I drink and... Uh, so that was pretty cool, and it's all canned too. Was it uh, was it good? Uh, it was good. Uh, Lawson, same deal. Uh, they had some really in- incredible pills, um, and then uh, but then you get to Von Trapp, and it's just nothing but, oh. but yeah. lagers. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. which was fantastic. The, the hills are alive yeah. with the sound yeah. of pilsners. Yeah. yeah. Should should you find yourself on the way to the Alchemist, do not ignore the signs to Von Trapp. Let me just put it that way. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Gosh, no. <laughs> when no. we went, we uh, we. We hit the Alchemist first, and then we stayed at the Von Trapp. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And it was cold, and there was snow, and it and was tasty, just- And tasty, tasty beer. Oh, it Lots was- Lots of tasty beer. Yeah. And there yeah. was like nobody there. Like it, it was, it was. We caught empty. it at a perfect time. Yeah, nice. yeah. even nice. at the uh, the tap room restauranty yeah. thing, it was. Oh, it was yeah. like us Getting there alone. Yeah. Yes, yeah. so good. Okay, that's for another time. Oh, now I'm hungry. I know, yeah. right? Next is perfect for this time of year. It's called Das Labyrinth. 5.3% ABV Marzen. The arrival of our Marzen marks a fine time of the year where dark multi loggers are king and the schnitzel rains from the sky. How romantic. <laughs> this multi treat is brimming with Munich, Vienna, and caramel malt, giving notes of biscuit, toffee, and toasty caramel with a firm but clean bitterness from the hop edition. Pouring a beautiful amber tone and exhibiting velvety mouthfeel, this traditional German Marzen brings you back to the beautiful landscapes of the con- of the German countryside. So, I don't know what you guys think. Great color, huh? I like it. This is to me. This is what a Martin should be. It's got that sweet, caramely, toasty, big multi thing going on through yeah. the middle, but then it just cleans up. Yep. It fades out. You get a little bit of that yep. classic German noble hop bitterness going on, but then it just finishes really nice and smooth. Could and you drink yeah, a liter yep. of this? I absolutely oh, could. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is it <laughs> finishes issue. kind of what I'd say is semi dry or semi however you want to describe it, but it's it, it the the sweet hits you on the front end. It's it's yeah. the yin and yang of of dry and sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and that's you're right. This is the way it needs to work. And because it cleans up, you can put away a liter of this because it, it's only 5.3%. It seems like it should be a much bigger beer, but it is so easy drinking. Yeah. Yeah. There's a ton of flavor in this thing. We love it, Juliana. Yeah, I'm. This is what I love about craft breweries that are making their interpretation of German classics. You know, it's hard for us to get a fresh from the tap, so to speak, because we're here in the United States. But this is what I love about American breweries making good German style beers. You know, this is fresh. This is malty. It's tasty. The finish on it, I'm still like amazed that it's such a nice clean ending that you could drink liters and liters of this. I mean, seriously, this is, you know, perfect. Would you say it's a happy ending? Yeah. 
Yeah, you could drink liters Especially of on a pontoon. You oh, could drink liters yeah, of this special. while you are in the McDonald's drive-through. And still be ready to pick up and look yep. happy and perky. Yes. <laughs> but, but this wow. shows me they can do a multi lager really well. Yes. And, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. I don't know what didn't turn out on the Czech lager, but on the Martin, they nailed it. Yeah. 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 Very much so. This is a resounding four. Uh, uh. Yeah, it'd be. Int- I think with that with that pilsner, though, I think it's it's an interpretation. Mm-hmm. I think like all these beers are an interpretation yeah. of the style, and you know you, you do the best you can. But yeah, it would be interesting to see if they made another batch of that pilsner, maybe just like Sean said, kind of hopped it a little bit more aggressively and kind of balance that out a little bit. But this that Marzen, yeah, spot on, so on point. We'll be discussing more beers from Pontoon in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks. So today's episode, we are talking <laughs> yeah, about. This. Yeah. Oh, okay. hi. Fine, Sorry, fine. we're just yeah hi. passing beer. We're passing just passing beer around. Beer around. Getting ready. The beer show. We are doing a brewery takeover of Pontoon Brewing from Sandy Springs, Georgia. And the next one that we are going to talk about is Dem Bones, which is a dry hopped pilsner. Um. 5.5% ABV. It's a dry hop pilsner that has some light, slight haze to it from the large wheat bill in the beer. I don't. Dry hopped with laurel. This don't have dim bones in front of me. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah we, have, we definitely have a I different have something beer. that is not a dry hop pilsner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like, oh, this is an interesting pills. Uh, very oh, fruity. That would be a Reverend Mark again. Still that's, has that's, not. That's the beer we're talking about. <laughs> Okay, well, guys, you were oh, so everybody, everybody needs to understand. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no, you were just what at every bottle share, there is a Reverend Mark, like the beer stops with him, you know. <laughs> like Teddy Roosevelt said, the buck stops with me, you know. Yeah, the beer stops with Reverend Mark. Okay, so as I was continuing, <laughs> sorry about that, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hadn't even tasted it, so. <laughs> Yeah, that makes all of us. <laughs> <laughs> it is dry hop with laurel and German tetanang hops. It's a hoppy hells that has mm. nice fruit floral or nice floral and slight citrus notes backed by a crisp, bready like malt bill from the Vienna malt. So, what do we think about Dem Bones? Gotta try it. For I me. wonder, is this, um, there was a song. Oh, wow. Uh, Alice, uh, right? Alice in Chains. There's. Maybe uh, I'm not the hugest Alice in Chains fan. What? I know, I know, I know. Well, I and think there's I'm keeping that record. Bones. Yeah, I was gonna say dim bones, dim bones, dim <laughs> juicy bones. <laughs> yeah, lazy bones. Was I can't remember. Yeah, how that it was went. like a dog food commercial. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, that's that's what I thought of. Yeah. No, so I when you're like pairing it. this beer, <laughs> what kind of dog food would you pair? With? Um, Stop. Tell us what you think, Kendall. Oh, I love this beer. I, I I like a good dry hop pilsner, and I yeah. and it's mm-hmm. nice and soft. But the the hops, the flavors you're getting, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. they really shine through. This yeah, is very refreshing, wonderful, almost citrus. I'm getting a little citrusy, almost like a lemony taste. Yep, uh, which is really weird. You know, when when we're talking maybe German style pilsners, yeah, um, you don't get as much citrus in those. But I think the the way it softens out, and I think you said what they use some wheat in here which is it's not what, yep, normal yep, in no. a pilsner it also right. makes it a little softer yeah i just really like the combination of flavors it's a it's a pretty well done uh dry hot pills i like this as a contrast to that marzen too 
Like they're, they're completely different, yeah. but it it's was a nice really nice. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is a good, like an American interpretation. You know, I mean, it because like the wheat aspect really makes it kind of pop. Yeah. Gives it a little bit more of a, uh, a dry uh, foundation. It is a dry finish on it this does. beer, man. You don't think it's going to be because it, it almost feels like a New England IPA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of in the middle of the palate. And it's really creamy. goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what it's not? Moist. <laughs> Moist. How about that? Really? What do you think? <laughs> well, come on. I'm really God, this is good. Sorry. Um, I wasn't I was expecting like kind of an overload of floralness to it, but it's so balanced. Yeah. So so balanced. I yeah, I could have like five, six of these. It's this is a good pontoon beer. Absolutely, yeah, this is yeah. really yeah. This is very dialed in, very very dialed in. And even though Pilsner's is supposed to be crystal clear and this a little hazy, if you're on a pontoon boat, it's all hazy. Man, everything gets hazy after about the first three. <laughs> but but this is what okay. So there's not a lot of fuss and must to this. I mean, yeah, it's dry hop. So okay, there's a little bit of that, but it. It just reinforces to me at how great the style of beer is and how just enjoyable with everything. I mean, yes, we've been talking about Happy Meals and what part of the Happy Meal this would go with. And honestly, I think this would go with anything. This would go in with the a, Happy Meal. This would go with a pie. The pie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This would, would go, go with, with all two food groups that McDonald's offers. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's checking all the boxes then, yes, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Breading and preservatives. <laughs> yes. But so, I, I mean, yeah. And any time of year, this is real. I mean, obviously, summery pontoon weather, this is perfect because it's, you know, it's not too full of flavor, so to speak, that kind of weighs you down. But even in the winter, there's something really good about like coming off a ski slope and having something crisp and light like this to just, you Refresh. know. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. 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 Until you tackle the next hill <laughs> or slope. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. you got that nice buzz going after, you know, that get down that bottle. There's that too. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and if you happen to break your leg. Have three or four. Or five. You know what? Yeah. You won't feel a thing. It'll be crazy. There you go. <laughs> what yeah. about pontooning down a ski slope? Oh, oh man. Yeah. yeah. They ha- don't they have some? Well, it's like tubing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of similar, but different. Well, yeah, yeah, but different. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Well, I mean, in There's a still way, on water. Yeah, just in a different form. It's kind of like tobogganing, except it's a big toboggan, right? That's why Kindle is the big brain. (laughs) Check out the brains on Kindle. (laughs) Yeah, this is another. This is Mm. another classy classy beer. I guess I should have waited. Can you? Can I speak? Yeah, thank you. Trigger happy. Apparently, you can. Well, them bones from Pontoon Brewing, we are going to rate a resounding four. Uh, Not just a four. Uh, resounding four. Okay. Next up, this one's kind of funky looking. This is they a bonus got in, beer. This is a bonus beer. Uh, we weren't sure if we were going to get to it. And there's an alien on the bus. This is called Intergalactic Space Rave. 5.6% ABV Berliner Weiss. Brew Brew Part 2. We brewed this for our friends of Camp 
Redaru and the Rubus and created a beer that blasts off with real fruit flavor. They took apples, kiwi, white grapes, melon, mm. lactose, and I knew there vanilla. Was mm-hmm. Damn thing. So they go from something I thought was pretty awesome to this. You know what, though? I kind of like it. Here's I, the, yeah. I don't dislike it. Yeah. Here's the good. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. they're taking that yeah. trend that we all are over, at least I'm over it, but they're making a subtle version of it, and I can appreciate this. I like this beer. I would just like to try it without the lactose. Okay, that's fair. I don't fair. think the lactose brings something necessary to this beer i think it brings a little balance the tartness right. and the, the fruitiness you mentioned so many varieties there you can't really it's almost like a fruit salad it's yeah. hard to pin down any one but it's just overall fruity it's like a fruit cup yep yep and so that little bit of sugar i think helps with that and yeah it kind of tastes like a little alcoholic fruit cup this is ambrosia that's all yeah. it is it's liquid ambrosia <laughs> <laughs> All Sean heard was alcoholic fruit cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, he's gritting. Oh, he was, oh, yeah. Sean was like, yeah. If, yeah. That, if they put that cup. in a alcoholic fruit cup. cup, if they put yeah. that in a happy meal, Sean would go to McDonald's every day. <laughs> Maybe not every day, twice a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why hasn't Dole thought of that? You know, they could do the mixed fruit melange Ooh, yeah. and a little vodka. Yeah. yeah there you oh. go. Yeah. It's or, a yeah, cocktail in just, a can waiting to happen. Just leave yeah. some fruit cups out in the sun for a few days. It'll probably, probably get you there. But this is kind of <laughs> kind of bright and, and grapey and kind of sweet a little bit, even though it's sour. Um, it, I could see putting this into like a, uh, a little juice box for a, a pre-nap uh, <laughs> elementary school wow. distribution. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's been great doing the show. As in, I'm sorry this has to be the last episode we ever do, ever. Oh my gosh. I mean, take, Kids love it. I have to take Reverend Mark back to the home. Preschool teachers even more. <laughs> That's not a bad point, though. Don't yeah. let your children find this right. beer because yeah, they, they will they, enjoy it. Will enjoy yeah. it yeah yeah but in terms of berliner weisses this this is not the traditional okay let's let's yes not go <laughs> off the rail you know let's yeah. be honest about it but i think for what it is it's how really would, it's yeah. approachable how you know do what you I mean? guys like this one compared to the other since we had two berliner vices how do you guys like yes. this one compared I like to the this other one a lot more it's, you do. Oh yes. wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I like it more too. Really. I like the other one more just because I could pick out the pineapple and the cherry. Um. And here it's a little bit more muddled with the fruit. It's more muddled, okay. but I also I just I, I'm works. hung up on lacto. Like I'm such a lactose hater right now. <laughs> yeah. Like I just I'm I, hung up there. I yeah. It's a fair point. I would like to try this beer without the lactose. Yeah. It, I think it could be better. Yeah. The fruit would stand out more. I think that the sugar covers up the fruit. And I and I think a little extra tartness would make mm-hmm. this beer better, you know. So, but I still I th- still think it's really good though. I mean, what do you guys I love it. it. It's yeah. it's awesome. So the intergalactic intergalactic Ooh, intergalactic. Space. I like to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> intergalactic space ray from pontoon. We are rating a four. Uh, right, uh, getting it done sandy springs now we got a couple minutes for one last one another bonus beer guys another bonus bonus. Bonus. yes don't you got a special sound effect for that dave um 
fart in your general direction. <laughs> and your father smelt of elderberry. elderberry. <laughs> well, I don't know. So what's there? your favorite color? Okay, right. Okay, so this one is called the four essentials. And hmm, I wonder what they could be. Juliana and I have had this one before, and this was kind of the reason why we wanted to do a show on these guys i'm uh, really liking this one 5.4 abv and this is a kolsch kolsch yes it definitely it, takes it, all the kolsch it's boxes. a kolsch yes it's, that's <laughs> what it is it's just a well-made kolsch yeah there's nothing uh surprising about it it's everything you want crisp light got a little bit of overall fruitiness how do you but, yeah, how would you guys yeah. describe the aroma like Mm. Yeah, I was I was struggling to put words to it earlier when I was smelling this. Almost a little crackery, but almost graham cracker, like but not sweet crackers. Yeah, not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not quite graham cracker, but a right. sweet cracker going mm. on. Mm. You know, back in the day, they used to call me sweet cracker. Oh boy! Said before you were paroled. Yeah. <laughs> back in back in the yard, good, good old sweet cracker days. Hey, there's a there goes old sweet cracker. <laughs> wow, I'm not. I, yeah. That's how you break a show. Wow. So their description. <laughs> which is interesting to honor the rich tradition of craft brewing. They dialed the clock back to like 2011, a simpler time when beer didn't contain chocolate chip cookies mixed with Tide pods Thank you. and TikTok <laughs> influencer wasn't considered a serious occupation. Praise be to that. Yes. Yes. Truth, right. Speaking of truth to power, they get the Reinheitsgebot medal. They do. They do. They, they seriously do. But this, to me, is what it's all about. You can't hide behind this beer. No. And this is also a, a beer style that, like a an ale house that doesn't have a lot of refrigeration, can produce and yeah. woo over the yes. bud drinkers, you know. Yes. Well, I mean, that's Blackstone Brewery here yes. in Nashville. Uh-huh. Chaser Pale is a Kolsch that... They never, you know, people come in and ask for Budweiser and they're like, we have this. Right. Yeah. And it's so much better. <laughs> Way better. Mm-hmm. It's so much better. So Kolsch is like kind of a hybrid ale lager. It right? is. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like it's a redheaded stepchild because I don't think it gets the credit that it really me. deserves. Me. Me. I mean, right. I think people in Cone might say different, but, sure. y- you know, you know especially. What I mean? yeah. yeah. But no. yes, here in the U.S., it's, yeah. Yeah. American craft beer drinkers it's generally only, don't appreciate this style. Yeah, it's yeah. only one of two German um, ale, you know, like yes, uh, it's top, not a true top lager. cropping. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With this and Hefeweizen, right? Yeah. Oh, God, well, <laughs> sorry. Hey, now, sorry. I don't there's a place that. for what do, it. What do you, yeah, what do you have against? Hell. What do you have against against banana and clove? Yeah. Um, well, unless you're smoking bubble them. Gum. <laughs> <In> bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> They're great for smoking, but uh, not so much for drinking. Bananas? No, smoking banana peels. Mm-hmm. It's just, a thing. Yeah. yeah. I think this gets the Lawnmower Beer Award for me, which oh, is yeah. a good thing. I say I yeah. mean that in a good way. Yeah, and a good Kolsch is. It's just, honestly, it's really hard to find a good Kolsch. I can't think of too many that you can find like that are even distributed, you mm-hmm. know, that are actually yeah. good, that don't taste like sulfur and don't have this like over sweetness to them. 
This one's really, really well made. Yeah. yeah. It's just, can, yeah. This is a crushable beer. Perfect for the summer on the pontoon boat. And I think uh, uh, so. I think the name says it all, the four essentials. Because, I mean, it really just breaks it down to what a beer can really just be. Yeah. True. And honestly, if you are a home brewer, if you're starting out as a home brewer, being able to brew this style beer is such an achievement. Yes. I mean, I remember the first time that we tried this and we actually, it was, it was a strange little contest, um, contest that involved popcorn and mangoes Ooh. that had mm. to be added in. No, but we got really lucky and it was so tasty. Yeah. I mean, when a Kolsch is made right, it's just especially with popcorn and mangoes. Or, or yeah. It's, yeah. Full of mangoes. Yeah. It was heaven. Yeah. It <laughs> was absolute heaven. Anyways, we are going to rate the four essentials from Pontoon Brewing a <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're yeah. going five. It's a five. Yeah. Well done. Especially for a coach. We don't see many of those get a five. Yeah. No, this is really, really well done. Wow. Nice job, Pontoon. I know, right? Well, that's going to do it for us today. I am really thrilled. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. Tap the subscribe button. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, or Uncle Larry. Play podcasts, sip suds and smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes uh, flow out from Twitter every day at sipsudsmokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll be able to interact with a thousand of other fans on those social media platforms. And please, please do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. Five stars. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Well, I want to thank all my co-hosts for being here today. Good old boy, Kendall. I had a great time. Thank you. Please tell us about your blog. I blog about the good news of good beer with my beautiful wife at BeerMakes3.com. Hi, June. I miss you. You need to come visit us. Reverend Mark, thank you so much for being here today. Still happy to be here. And I love your bluegrass shirt. Oh, yeah. I'll talk all about this later. Love it. Good boy, Sean. Thank you for coming back and visiting us. Good to be back and happy to do this again and happy to spend the Sunday afternoon as it may be right now with y'all. Yay. Mm-hmm. Good old boy, Dave. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Good to see you. <laughs> it's all great. Yeah. It's better than cats. I want to do it again and again <laughs> and again. Wow. 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 <laughs> he went there. <laughs> this is good old gal, Julianus. Thank you so much for listening to us, especially now at the end. Keep on chuggling and we'll catch you on our next episode. Tanhand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.